Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Good everybody, we are powered up and ready to bring you this turkey talk edition of Jumping the Gun. It is brought to you by Patterson Square Garden with Daniel. I'm Derek. And before we look ahead to the upcoming week, I know I got my butt kicked last week. So go ahead, gloat. Rub it in, yes, sir. Daniel. Yes, sir. Now's your, your moment. We both did better than last week um, because we had that, that week that we, we were both under 500. This week, we're both back over 500. You went eight and seven, and I went ten and five. Oh, oh my goodness! Wow. Well, at least we're no no more ties. (laughs) I know. Over the the draws. I'm telling you, man. Where you got me last week? Now let's see if I can redeem myself this week. And I mean, up and down the board, from good games to bad team matchups. There's a whole bunch of coin tosses in this upcoming week, so it's going to be interesting to see who's right and who's wrong. Uh, for this particular week. All right, let's get started with the Bears at the Lions. The Bears are getting three points in Detroit. Oh, my goodness. Wow. Uh, i tell you what, the uh, Lions had their chance against the Browns uh, in Cleveland. The Ravens, without uh, Lamar Jackson, really had to struggle to beat uh, the Bears in Chicago. And when you look at this matchup, we don't know if Justin Fields is going to play in this game I believe he's out because of a rib injury. Andy Dalton, as a matter of fact, has already been announced that Andy Dalton will start this game on Thanksgiving uh, Thursday to kick off the trifecta of uh, Thanksgiving Day games. And Khalil Mack is now out for the season with a foot injury. Bears have lost five in a row. I'm I'm telling you, the Lions keep getting closer and closer and closer to a win. Uh, They can run the football. This kid, DeAndre Swift, is, is a legit ball player. Um, if Jared Goff doesn't play because of a oblique injury, I'm not too sure about Tim Boyle. We could have we could have Andy Dalton versus Tim Boyle in this particular game. Um, man, I, I don't know which way to go. Andy Dalton is a seasoned vet. Tim Boyle was 15 of 23 for 77 yards against the Browns. He had zero touchdowns and two interceptions. Uh, man, 
we have to start it off like this. You know, it's Thanksgiving Day. Oh, the no. The Lions have been embarrassed oh. all season long. Yes, I'm going to take so the Lions week, at home in this I, game. I got a little excited. <laughs> yes, and, I'm and taking I, the Lions I at home. I prematurely picked the Lions. Uh, I thought that last week was the week that they were going to finally get their win against Cleveland. And, man, I got close. I almost pulled out the win. But I think this week they finally get it done. Khalil Mack being out is huge. Justin Fields being out is, is big. Even though the Lions are not a great football team, but neither the Bears. I'm going with the Lions. They're going to run the ball a lot. Uh, I don't feel good about this. Neither of these teams are good. But, hey, let's have some fun. It's Thanksgiving. Uh, let's go with the Lions. Let's give Detroit something to be thankful for on this Thanksgiving. I, I never How thought about I'd pick both of us to win picking a game the this season. This is probably the only time <laughs> this is going to happen. That's ridiculous. But anyway, uh, next. That's scary. That's scary. At the Cowboys, the Cowboys are getting seven right. and a half. Who we got home. next? Raiders got smashed by the Bengals. I was a little surprised with that, but I had picked the Raiders to beat the Bengals in that game. But even more shocking was the Chiefs' poorest defense holding the Cowboys to nine points? I don't care if it was in Kansas City. I mean, the, the Chiefs couldn't stop anybody, but yet all of a sudden, the last two games, they played good defense, and the Chiefs have won both games, but holding the Cowboys to nine points? Now, you know, Amari Cooper didn't play in that game because he was in COVID protocol. He's not playing in Thursday's game either. C.D. Lamb is in concussion protocol. We're going to see if he's going to play Thursday night. I cannot see the Cowboys, even with those two out, they still have enough weapons. I cannot see the Cowboys losing at home on Thanksgiving Day to a Raiders team that basically is struggling to stay afloat in the AFC West, a tight AFC West race. Both teams are in desperate mode right now. I think the Cowboys are a little bit desperate. And because they're at home, I'm taking the boys. I'm taking the Raiders. Here's the thing with the Cowboys. Yeah, they only put nine points against the Chiefs. And yes, the Chiefs' defense has struggled a lot this season. But what has the Chiefs' defense struggled against? The run. The Cowboys, they just completely abandoned the run. It's like it's like C.D. Lamb gets hurt and the Cowboys pass the ball more. It, it, made, no, it made no sense. Um, they kept trying to force it down the field. Cedric Wilson That's had a true. bunch of big drops. Um, I mean, you still have Ezekiel Elliott. You still have Tony Pollard. Their offensive line is healthy. Why? I, I didn't understand their play calling. And, I think they're going to keep doing it because this is just this is how the Cowboys offense works. That they're very pass heavy, but they need to get back to what they were going going with early in the season. They were running the ball and establishing that, and and running uh, Dak Prescott on the play action, which is which was very effective for them. I don't think they do it though. I, I think they're going to keep pushing this pass uh, this pass attack, and I think it's going to bite them in the end. I think the Raiders end up winning this game. Plus, hey, I'm an Eagles fan. <laughs> <laughs> I love I, uh, the equivalent of watching the, the Eagles win is watching Dallas lose uh, on Thanksgiving. So that's always a treat for us. Uh, uh, Thanksgiving night, we have the Bills at the Saints. The Bills are getting six points on the road in New Orleans. Wow, I was shocked. The Saints got uh, freight trained by the Eagles running game here in Philadelphia. The Bills, though. Even more shocking, I thought Buffalo would bounce back and beat the Colts. But oh no, the Colts go into Buffalo and they just smoke the Bills. 41-15. I mean, I'm still looking at this game going, are you kidding me? And I don't know what's wrong with Buffalo, but they've lost hold of first place in AFC East. 
They've lost three of their last five games. Now they're a half game behind the Patriots. They had four turnovers in that game against the Colts. Josh Allen threw two interceptions. Uh, it was just un-Buffalo-like. Uh, the Saints, they signed, of all people, Taysom Hill to this lucrative contract. I, don't, I still don't get that one. But I, I, I got to go with Buffalo again on the road. I, I'm not... I'm not trusting yeah, Trevor Simeon again. I can't road. do it. Uh, I got to take the Bills the on the road points. in this game. But honestly, this is more about me taking uh, the Bills because it's, they're playing the Saints. The Bills have not been inspiring a lot of confidence uh, the last few weeks. I mean, they, yeah, they blew up, uh, blew out the Jets, but that's no big accomplishment. Um, giving up five touchdowns to Jonathan Taylor. I mean, one guy, one guy is just telling you. You'd think that. Between the first and second half, you'd make some kind of adjustment to at least try to take him away from the game. Couldn't stop him. Uh, and it was in Buffalo. I, I was shocked. Um, I was shocked by that game. Uh, but I'm going with the Bills here. They need to get that offense clicking again like they were early in the season. I feel like ever since Dawson Knox got hurt uh, earlier in the season, they kind of lost that pop that they had on offense. Uh, even though he's back, they still haven't gotten back into that same rhythm that they were earlier. But I do think they win this game. Hopefully they can get some of that spark back. But the AFC has been weird this year. So we'll see. Um, but I'm taking them over the Saints because I don't really believe in the Saints with Trevor Simeon. Next, we have, uh, we're moving to the Sunday games. We have the Steelers at the Bengals. The Bengals are getting four and a half points in Cincinnati. Hey, uh, what a game it was between the Steelers and the Chargers. The Steelers rallied back to take the lead. I'm thinking they're going to win this game, and they let they let the Chargers walk down the field and get off the hook and come back and win a high-scoring game, 41-37. Steelers at 5-4. and four. They're still chasing the Ravens in the uh, AFC East. Bengals, what a performance they put on against the Raiders, man. But I did, both of these teams are like Jekyll and Hyde. You don't know which team is going to show up. But – because the Bengals are playing this one at home in a, in a key uh, AFC East matchup, I'm going to take the Bengals at home. Never thought I would yeah, say I'm that at the, the beginning of the home. season. Their I'm going to take the Bengals like at home. They in this finally game. got their, uh, their swagger back that they had early in the season after going into the bye week with a couple losses. Um, I think the Bengals are back on track. The Steelers' uh, defense hasn't been playing well for most of this season, especially their secondary. And... Uh, as a gift for the, the Steelers, not great. Now you get to go play against Jamar Chase and, and that uh, Bengals receiving core, which is absolutely stacked with Joe Burrow playing amazing football. Um, I'm going with the Bengals here, uh, and I'm taking them with the points. Next, we have the Bucks at the Colts. The Bucks are getting three uh, three points on the road in Indianapolis. Well, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, they uh, finally snapped a two-game losing streak on Monday night, uh, bouncing back to take care of the Giants in grand fashion. You know, they, they that offense, when it's clicking, it's the most lethal offense in the National Football League. We talked about the Colts and what they did to the Buffalo Bills. And, and Jonathan Taylor, 32 carries, 185 yards, and four rushing touchdowns plus one receiving touchdown. Colts have won five of their last six games. They're playing this one at home, but uh, after watching uh, Brady bounce back, Bruce Arians chewed the team out, said they were an embarrassment. They responded the way they did against the Giants team that's reeling right now. And I think they're going to Indianapolis this and take Colts care of business has been playing against really well. the uh, Colts. Uh, Frank Reich has been calling the, uh, calling great games. 
uh, featuring the running game and allowing Carson Wentz to kind of operate off of that play action. He, he seems a lot more comfortable in that situation. But the Bucks look like they're rounding into shape, uh, starting to prepare for the playoffs. Going with the Bucks here, I think they're going to start a little run here at the end of the season. Next, we have the Panthers at the Dolphins. The Panthers are getting one and a half points in Miami. Wow, Cam Newton, first start since he was signed uh, against Washington, and they lose the game by six points, which is shocking in itself. Uh, Christian McCaffrey, he had an okay game, not a great game. Cam, you know, was he was he completed 21 out of 27 passes through two touchdowns, but it still wasn't enough. The Dolphins, after beating the Jets, have now won three in a row, and I'm still having visions of what that Dolphins defense did on a Thursday night uh, to uh, the, the Baltimore Ravens, thoroughly frustrating Lamar Jackson and that high potent offense. And you know what? Um, Carolina's defense is one of the better defenses in the league. But man, they gave up 27 points to Washington. I say Cam oh, and, and the Panthers yeah, are now ticked off. I think they go uh, into Miami and take care of business. Yeah, I think that I think that Cam and the Panthers. See, I set you up again. See in Miami this week. Um, Cam looked. I thought Cam looked good last week. They had a couple fourth downs at the end there that were very close calls that they didn't end up getting. Uh, McCaffrey was short on one of them uh, on a catch. It was a, that looked like a very frustrating game. It felt like the Panthers kind of gave it away at the end there. They had a lot of opportunities to come back. Um, the Pan- that, that that loss is going to cost the Panthers at the end of the season, too, with the wild card standings. Uh, but I'm going to take the Panthers here. I think uh, Cam, he's been playing good. I, I think the, the rest of the team just needs to put together uh, a complete performance um, and just, just make those small plays, and I think they can get the, the win. Next, we have the Titans at the Patriots. The Patriots are getting six and a half points in New England. Just think, a month ago, we wouldn't even be talking about this the way these two teams are playing. But who are these Tennessee Titans? Just when you think they're going to be run away with the AFC and be the top seed come playoff time, they turn around and lose to, of all teams, the Texans? Are you kidding me? The Texans had lost eight straight, hadn't won a game since opening day. Ryan Tannehill, four interceptions in this game. Are you? I, I just don't get it. You know, that you look at the Titans' three losses, and two of their three losses have been to the Jets and the Texans. Go figure in that regard. Uh, Bill Belichick has this team rolling right now. They've won five in a row. They're in first place in the AFC East. Mac Jones does not make mistakes. Do you know in the last two games now, the Patriots have outscored their opponents 70, was it 70 to nothing? 70 to nothing. The previous opponent jumped out to a 7 nothing lead. Then they ran out 45 straight points. They just shut out the Falcons 25 nothing. Um, you know, they held the Falcons to 165 yards of total offense. The Patriots defense right, right well, now. This is my nasty. upset of the week. I'm taking the Patriots at home. I'm going game. with the Titans. I think Mike Vrabel has, for some reason, he he's the only. I feel okay. like he's the only Belichick disciple to actually coach like well and and, and almost. Um, I don't want to say out coach, but coach up to par with Bill Belichick in, in a lot of big games. Uh, I think the Titans need to feature the run, even though you don't have Derrick Henry. Deontay For- uh, Foreman is a, is a very solid running back. They did just wave uh, Adrian Peterson, which I found interesting, but. Um, 
I think the Titans need to get back to getting Tannehill in some motion, running the play action. I sound like a broken record now with all this, the play action talk. But hey, you got to start featuring uh, AJ Brown, uh, Julio Jones. These are guys, they, they, these are big pieces on, on your offense. Uh, but you need to start start that with getting Ryan Tannehill comfortable. I think the Titans get get a win this week. And I think the, the Titans defense can kind of rattle Mac Jones a little bit. We haven't seen it a lot, but at the end of the day, he's still a rookie. So I think I still think with some pressure, you can get to him. So I'm going to go with the Titans here on the road in New England. Next, we have the Falcons at the Jaguars. The Jags, okay. uh, oh, excuse me, there's an even, this is an even line. There is no favorite in this game. That's, that's unbelievable. I mean, and, and that's an embarrassment to the Falcons. Even though they're four and six, the Jags are two and eight. That's an embarrassment to the Falcons. I mean, the Jags are in a rebuilding mode. They've only won two games, but they have played some good football at times. The Falcons, you know, just when you thought they were turning the corner, getting back in the race in the AFC South, now all of a sudden they're, they're bottoming out again. Uh, you know, they haven't, they haven't scored a touchdown in almost nine quarters. Uh, they got shut out for the first time since December of 2015. Matt Ryan was sacked four times and threw two interceptions. Falcons had nine penalties. They play undisciplined football. It's not like they don't have the talent. They just don't come to play for every quarter. Uh, but I still think right now the All Jags, right, gonna they're, they're going to give them a good game. I think Going the Falcons with Trevor get Lawrence this one on the young road. team. At least they play with some energy. This Falcons team just looks completely flat. They look like they've given up. Um, I'm going with the Jags here. <laughs> Nothing really more to say. These are two uh, bad teams, but I'm taking a team with with some young energy. You have uh, Trevor Lawrence out there. Um, I think they get the win this week, especially because it's at home. Next, we have the Jets at the Texans, and a game that has no line okay. yet. I assume that has something to do with all the movement uh, that's going on with the Jets quarterback situation. Zach Wilson just uh, today uh, was reactivated. Um, so I think uh, Vegas is taking a little bit to get their, their line straight for this game. This is a battle of two, two and eight teams. Texans coming off the shocker of the week, beating the Titans. Um, Tyrod Taylor only threw for 107 yards. Texans ran for just 83 yards. And you say, how in the world did they win this game? Well, they picked off Tannehill four times, three of those coming in the fourth quarter alone. The Texans, believe it or not, as bad as their record is, they have 19 takeaways this season. The Jets, I don't know what to make of the Jets. We don't know if it's going to be Zach Wilson or Joe Flacco at quarterback. So actually, I don't Joe care Flacco and Mike White both got I want to take the Texans at home in this today. game. Uh, so so the, it's, the, <laughs> the Jets... The Jets are running. Oh, uh, Zach you didn't Wilson tell me that Josh before. Johnson you you snuck one in on me on Sunday. Um, you said you're going with the Texans on this one. All right. Ah, uh, this is this I'm is definitely I mean, taking the Texans. The Texans are no slam dunk here. I'm going with the Jets. Let's have some fun. Go with the young uh, Zach Wilson. It's pretty much the same logic I have. I have with the Jets. Give me the rookie. Uh, let's see if, if he can get something done. Um, low pressure situation. I feel like the Jets aren't really doing anything this year. Uh, just go out there. I mean, he's gonna make mistakes, but who knows? <laughs> this game, this game is terrible. I, I don't, I don't plan on watching any any of it. Um, but we'll see. Hopefully, I see some Zach Wilson highlights on Red Zone this week. Uh, next, we have a much better game. 
Um, still not great, but much better. Uh, the Chargers at the Broncos. The Chargers are getting two and a half points in Denver. Wow, big AFC West showdown. Broncos coming off a bye. The one game behind the Chargers is six and four. Chargers had to rally late, put up 41 points to beat the Steelers by four points there. Um, Broncos, Teddy Bridgewater, for all the talent they have, they're an average football team, as their record indicates. You know, the Chargers aren't that much better for all the, all the talent they have on their team as well. But I do like their passing game a lot better than I do like the Broncos. And because of that, I'm yeah, going to take the Chargers to go into like mile the high early and in get the, the mile high win. Against Pittsburgh. And more importantly, it finally looks like Mike Williams ha- has his legs under him again. Uh, like he had earlier in the season. Mike Williams coming back into this offense is a huge, huge addition. Um, He's one of the best deep threats in the NFL. So you have him over the top. You have to worry about Keenan Allen on the outside. And then you have Austin Eckler coming out of the backfield. I think that's going to be too much for the Broncos. And I think the Chargers continue their role, uh, potentially going into the postseason uh, this year. Next, we have the Rams at the Packers. This is an even line. There's... uh, no favorite here. I'm not surprised one bit. Rams are coming off a bye. Aaron Rodgers playing with a severe toe injury. His toe injury was so bad, all he did was throw for a season-best 385 yards against the Vikings defense and four touchdowns. But the Packers keep losing bodies. Now they've lost their left tackle, uh, Elston uh, 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 Jenkins, with a torn ACL, he's out for the season. The defense is still banged up. Three of the better pass rushers are out of this game. Aaron Jones is not playing in this game. But the Packers have two things in their favor. Number one, they have the fans at Lambeau Field. Number two, it should be cold on Sunday. And let me throw a third thing in there. You got the will of Aaron Rodgers. This is going to be a good game. I don't know if it's going to be a high-scoring game, though. Uh, the Rams, I know they want a little bit of a revenge because the Packers knocked them out of the playoffs last this year. Is such but I'm going to take the, the Pack to bounce back at home uh, in this game. Me, I think this is a big game for the Rams and Odell Beckham in particular. And it's funny, one of the one of the big games in Odell Beckham's career was a huge underperformance he had in Green Bay when the Giants went into Green Bay um, and lost in the playoffs. Inter- very interesting. I think uh, I'm going to go with the Rams here. I think Matt Stafford uh, pulls it together this week. He's been struggling over a few uh, for a few weeks, and not having Aaron Jones is a big, big loss for the Packers. I think that's going to end up uh, being what costs them at the end. Uh, give me the Rams here on the road in, in Green Bay. Next, we have the Vikings at the 49ers. The Niners are getting three points at home in San Francisco. Yeah, I'm, I'm not surprised, but here's something that's shocking. The Vikings, uh, for a team that's only 500, every game this season, at some point in the game, they've had leads of seven points or more in every game this season, and they still are only a 500 team. Justin Jefferson towards the Packers uh, this past Sunday. He had 169 yards receiving and two touchdowns. Uh, the, the Vikings' last two wins now have been very impressive. They've been against the Chargers, and they've been been against the Packers in close contests. Uh, Packers kicker Mason Crosby uh, has been up and down all season. He missed a field goal that should have uh, earlier in the game. They could have put that game into overtime. 49ers. It seems like the 49ers are getting it back on track. They're playing rugged defense. They're going back to their their bag of trickery and offense. Debo Samuel is a beast. Watching Debo Samuel and Justin Jefferson on the same field. 
is man I, that's worth worth the price of admission in itself but because this game is in San Francisco I'm going to yeah, take or Santa Clara let's say I'm going to take the 49ers at home in the game, game is in San Francisco because it's it's a solid hour out of San Francisco um but I'm going with the Vikings here I I love what I'm seeing from right. the receivers obviously uh, Adam Thielen's having a great year and Justin Jefferson is just building on an amazing rookie year that he had last year Dalvin Cook's running the ball Kirk Cousins not making Kirk Cousins mistakes uh, over the last few weeks uh, give me the Vikings here I, I still don't love this Niners offense I love Debo Samuel I love how creative they are but at the end of the, of the day when you have when you're playing against an offense as as powerful as the Vikings offense you're gonna need to put up some points and I don't know if I trust Jimmy Garoppolo to to get that done uh, here in, uh, in this game against the Vikings Next, we have the Browns at the Viking. Uh, excuse me, at the Ravens. The Ravens are getting three and a half points at home in Baltimore. Man, I tell you what, uh, Baker Mayfield's like a walking uh, medical marvel. He's playing with a shoulder injury, a foot injury, a knee injury. Matter of fact, uh, you know, he threw a couple of picks, and the fans were booing him. After the game, he said, I don't care. He goes, I don't care if they boo me or not. Uh, they're really struggling. Nick Chubb is back, had a great game, 184 yards rushing against the Lions defense. The Ravens, without Lamar Jackson, really struggled in Chicago, but they found a way with a guy named Tyler Huntley quarterback in to beat the Bears by three points. Um, Lamar Jackson is supposed to be back this week. Um, I think they get the Browns at home. The Browns are one of these teams, and I said at the beginning of the season, if the Browns stay healthy, they were definitely going to get in the playoffs. Well, they haven't been healthy much of this season, and now their quarterback is basically playing on, on a wing and a prayer. Uh, I think the Ravens, with yeah, Lamar Jackson back, get this game uh, by double digits. <laughs> um, the, the, the Browns are, uh, they just, the inj- injuries have killed them this year. The Ravens getting Lamar Jackson back. There isn't really uh, much more to it. The Ravens playing at home. It's a big game Sunday night. Give me the Ravens. Uh, I think the Ravens end up winning this game, and I don't think the Browns are going to be a playoff team this year. Now, off to Monday night, an ugly game on Monday night. We have the Seahawks at the Washington football team. Uh, Washington's getting one point at home in D.C. or Maryland. Well, 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 both of these teams have ugly records. But I can't wait to see this game because it will be the third game that Russell Wilson is back. Uh, he looked terrible against the Cardinals. Um, in Washington, Taylor Heineke has rallied this team, and they're playing some good football. Their last two wins now against Tampa Bay and Carolina. Not shabby at all. And Tyler Heineke, uh, Taylor Heineke has been efficient, although he was sacked eight times uh, in the last two. He's been sacked eight times in the last two games. Um, Seattle has weapons upon weapons, but it looks like, at least by a judgment of the last two games, Washington's defense is finally starting to gel. Even without Chase Young in there, the defense is starting to gel. Who would have thought I'm going to take Washington to win this one Washington in a close game on Monday to night. To get back on track is a game against Tom Brady. <laughs> how how often how often can you say that about anybody in the last twenty years? <laughs> so um, true. That being said, I'm taking the Seahawks here. <laughs> I think uh, I think Russell Wilson figures it out this week. I mean, their offense could only oh! look so bad for so long when you have Russell Wilson, Tyler Lockett, and DK Metcalf. Um, yeah, give me the Seahawks here. Uh, I, I love, Washington. What they're doing is cool and all that, but 
this is, isn't sustainable. I don't trust the, uh, the Washington football team. Uh, give me the Seahawks on the road here. Now, for our last game of the week, uh, we have the Eagles at the Giants. The Eagles are getting three and a half points in New York. I'm shocked they're only getting three and a half points the way they run the football the last four games. Washington's not a stout team against the run. Uh, they're coming off a bad loss against Tampa Bay. Their offense was so inept that their offensive coordinator, Jason Garrett, just got fired on this day, which is a Tuesday of this week. Um, and so the Giants' offensive line has been a mess. Uh, Daniel Jones doesn't have a lot of time. He has plenty of we- weapons. Saqu- Saquon Barkley is back. Uh, I can't wait to see Saquon Barkley running against the Eagles defense and the Eagles potent rushing attack. They've had 175 yards or more rushing in their last four games. They're three and one in those particular games. Eagles are on a roll right now. It's the first time they've had a winning streak. They won two in a row. I think the uh, yes, Eagles sir, go up I the turnpike, up the agree. Jersey turnpike uh, I love and the handle Eagles the Giants. Running game. I, I am not a fan of Jordan Howard uh, not being in this game. Uh, Jordan Howard seemed to kind of turn things uh, on in the run game for the Eagles last week against the Saints. Uh, Miles Sanders, gotta, you got to hold on to the ball. I mean, he, we waited all this time for him working through his injuries, and he come, comes back. He has the one the one fumble that ends up in a turnover, and then one of the fumbles he had, he, he got lucky because the refs called forward progress on him, and, and that was also within their own red zone. So... Miles Sanders, I'm assuming, did a lot of work this week on on ball security. Uh, But if he can get that straightened out, he's an explosive running back and, and I mean, in my opinion, an upgrade from Jordan Howard. Um, I think the Eagles are going to get it done this week. Devontae Smith is really getting into a good rhythm. uh, And he's getting open as the Eagles' primary focus on offense. Um, Defenses, he's pretty much the only threat on the outside that defenses really need to key in on. And he's still finding ways to get open, which is very encouraging. Uh, yeah, give me the Eagles here on the road uh, in New York. All right. Well, there you have it for the latest week of uh, Jumping the Gun. And if you notice, we didn't say anything about the Chiefs or the Cardinals. That's because both are on their bye weeks this week. Uh, Daniel got me last week. I feel pretty good. I'm going to bounce back this particular week. So we're going to find out, of course, next week how it all stacks up. So until then, for Daniel, I'm Derek. Thanks for hanging out with us. We'll talk to you next time. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones 
who get it done.